How many of you are okay, right? Good morning. When it was Hey Tavis, Tov Shemem Zayin, so we're talking about 37 years ago. So we all know that in the days after, from Hey Tavis, that ever spoke every day, through your days, uh, Tavis. But maybe what is lesser known is that Shabbos, Pashavayichi. They ever gave a very, uh, delivered a very extraordinary sicha, which was later muga, or later, a few days later, both in Yiddish and in Hebrew. That was unique during those weeks in the Sefer Bereshis, Tov Shemem Zayin, that was my gear sicha twice. Same sicha, different signaling, different style, different nukudas. Basically through from Noyach through Vayechi, that was my gear twice, these sichas. So I had the schools to write the, the Yiddish. Lahak wrote the Hebrew. And then after that, the Rebbe started being my only one, but, and the other were translated. Basically it was mostly Yiddish and the Rebbe, and the, the, then they were translated into Hebrew. Now, why the Rebbe was Magia both? Uh, some say it was because that was the Tkufa. We know whenever there was a some kind of hell of behester, the Rebbe always increased. Kaflaim letashia, yisener minachesach, double. And maybe that's why the Rebbe was Magia both. It's a speculation. I know that Rabbi Groner asked the Rebbe once that there's some differences between the two Hanochas. They're both Muga now. So if it's built in Mugi, you could say, okay, fine, the Manichim, the Manichim, everyone understood a bit differently. But once it's Mugi, so the Rebbe answered, does it sway for Shivim Parim Latera? This is two approaches to Shivim Parim Latera. I remember once we wrote to the Rebbe that by Chazara we had difficulty understanding a certain answer the Rebbe gave on, on Rashi, I think it was. And, uh, there were, and we wrote that there's two ways to understand, we have two, a, diff, a disagreement of how to understand the Rebbe's Answer, and I wrote both ways. I wrote some felt like this, and some felt like that. And the member responded, "V'yesh a dalad hey efanim." He never answered. He just said, "There's another four or five ways to explain what he said." So I guess it's in the category. Sometimes you have Shmaya v'Avtalian. Chassidus asks, "How could it be that Shami and Hillel were both Tamidim of Shmaya v'Avtalian?" Shami heard Asad, and Hillel heard Mutter. So Chassidus explains because sometimes the teacher speaks in the more hafshatadik aces. It's not necessarily defined exactly. And when the Talmud hears it, his makabla uh, becomes more, uh, t- more concrete, tangible. Anyway, this is just HaKadamit. So Vayichin Toshimim Zayin is a very powerful sikha, which is Mugit today. You look it up and say, for HaSikhah Toshimim Zayin. I thought since it's Pasha Vayichi, Shabbos Chazak, and we're coming from Eitavis, and we're in a time of Muhammad. It seems appropriate to hazard over it. Huh? No, it's not in the Sefer HaSichas. I don't think it, no, I don't, it's not in Likud Sefer So I thought appropriate, very fitting, because the, the punchline in the, in the Sikha, usually you don't give the punchline until the end, but I'll say it in the beginning, is uh, that the Rebbe is with us in even the darkest times, even in the darkest Golas. And um, so the Besicha begins with a, a very fundamental question. You know, Messiah bin Betevid always says, 
you messiah everything betev. You come to the end of Sefer Breshis, you think chazak, chazak, v'niz chazak. So it's, of course, it's a time of chizuk, it's triple chizuk. And the seems the seum is seemingly v'yosem on b'mitzrayim, seemingly a negative thing. It's not exactly uh, positive. First of all, so it's the kvura of Yosef. We know it's also the end of the tkufa when it was going well those 17 years for the Eden. The next parsik, Elish Mezbnei Yisrael, goes by Yochamela Chodosh, and it's a whole new parsha, the beginning of Golas, and, um, and all the different challenges. So why would the Tater end with that? And the Rebbe, to explain it, he begins with another question. So like a klotzkasha, actually. The whole parsha, you read the whole parsha, essentially the theme of the parsha is firstly, the, the, we don't call it Misa because le, Yaakov Avinu Le Mes, but Yaakov preparing himself, Yechi Yaakov Beretz Mitzrayim Shavas Eshana, Gematri Tev, as the Balaturim says, and he prepares himself, gives the first benches the children of Yesav, Nashan Ephraim, and then all the Shvatim, and uh, tells them his last instructions, Bikis Yaakov, Likalas Saketz, all the different things. Yaakov calls in Yesav, as the as the Pasuk tells us, and the, and Ashi explains, he says to him, "You may have a taina to me. Now, I'm going to be asking you now that you should bury me together with my parents and grandparents in Maris Hamachpel and Chavrin. In other words, don't leave me here in Mitzrayim. You didn't want to become a shrine. Uh, you take me back to Jisro, uh, where Avram, Yitzchok, and uh, Sora and Rivka, and." Um, and Leah buried. Um, but you may have a tiny to me. I didn't do that COVID to your mother. Rachel is not buried in Marsa Machpelah. She's buried Keva Rachel on the derech, on the path. So you may say, how could I ask you to do something when I myself didn't do it for your own mother? So Yaakov responds. It's his own question. That's how your mother would have wanted it. Rachel Mavakal Boneho. Rashi brings the psukim that Rocha wanted to be in a place as a mother to make sure that her children, when they would be going to Golos, out of Yerushalayim, they'd be going bederech out of Yerushalayim, that she would be there to console and comfort them and protect them. Which itself tells you something interesting that even though you'd say, well, a tzaddik can protect you from wherever they are, they have to be dafka on the road. But clearly there's some type of Gashmizdik connection. It's not just pure Ruchnis. It's not Gashmizdik Ruchnis, Ruchnis Begashmiz. That was the actual Mokim. Even though it's, say, a Shtakich Yatimid Bechayuhi, that the Nisham is everywhere. It's not movable in a gulf. But still we find by a, a, a cave from Natsadik, a Tzien, an oil, is a, is a holy place. That's, that's not Aga, but that's just a, just a point to be made. So therefore that's why Rochel is there. Okay, so now, a few things. First of all, and what about, I mean, and, and a father doesn't have Rachmanus on his, on his children. I mean, they always have to be Dafkim or Sochbeh, they could also be on the road. The biggest question is about Yasef. Based on that, Yasef should have told his brothers and those that survived him, do what my father did, don't leave me here. If Yaakov had a chash of becoming a shrine for the Avedah Zorah from Mitzrayim, Yesaf much more so, because he was like the Mishnah Lamelech. So why did Yesaf allow himself to remain in Mitzrayim and not ask to be taken back to Etzisro, which could have been easy for them to do, just like they took Yaakov.
but they never had the jurisdiction. the Rebbe Shailon, and the Rashi, the Rebbe is not happy with this, satisfied with the Rashi. There's different answers. This is Shivan Purim Latela. I'm telling you how the Rebbe explained it. Yeah. Sure. <coughs> so Kapom the Rebbe goes on to explain, and this has been Kitsir at least, that um, that the difference is, and this is where you need to go into deeper into Chsidis itself, the difference is the Shlichus of each of these Nishamis. Each has their Tafkid. Loshna Chsidis, we know that the Ovis Hinin and Markova. Markova is Markova Vatsilis. Shom is Datsilis. Avram is Chesed Datsilis. The Sefer HaBoyer says that Ad Sheba Avram, I had a job to do. But now that Chesed Datsilis sees Avram walking on earth, he says, what's my job? You have a Chesed, a walking Chesed. Yitzchok is Pachet Yitzchok, is Gvura Datsilis. And Yaakov is Teferis Datsilis. So their place, as Silas in, in Elamis, is in the geograph, geography, that's as Israel, Eretz HaKedosh. Chutz Loretz, including Mitzrayim, especially Mitzrayim, Ervas Oretz, is compared to Biyah. That's already, Umesham Yeparet. There's already Pirud. And there's already Ishtalshlus, that goes through Tzimtzumim, Darga Achedarga, to the lowest Darga, Mitzrayim Vegvulim of Mitzrayim. Whose Aveda was in Mitzrayim? That's Yesuf's Aved. Yesuf is the language of Chassidus, Yesod of Atzilus. Yesod connects with Malchus, which is Yered in Biyah. It's Mashpia into Biyah. We know that Malchus is the Mokir for Briyat Sirasiyah. That's why you find that Yesuf, Yesuf, Hurud Mitzrayma, he was the first. All the Ovis were they insane. Chassidus explains why did they choose to be shepherds? Because a shepherd is a very so called it doesn't have the bilbulim of Elam Haza, of let's say Wall Street and all the negotiations of a Mecca Chememkar. The sheep graze in the field and the, and the shepherd, the Reya, can be misbainan and maspalal and do his Avedis Hashem very peacefully. Yesuf was also a Reya saint until 17, but then he was forced against his will, thrown into Mitzrayim, and ultimately first becomes an accountant. As the Targum says, he was the first Jewish accountant, as they say. And then later he becomes the Mishnah Lamelech after the Holy Shtalshul Sadvarim, where he turns Egypt into a superpower. So, what do you see from this? Why Yasef? Why not anyone else? Because that's Yasef Saveda. Now, Yasef had the most difficult because to be a Rayat saying, we somewhat of a parush, you separate yourself, ascetic life from so-called Havli Elam Haza is one thing. But to be in Erevus Aretz and still maintain his spiritual integrity to the point that he never forgot who Yaakov was and he did not forget the Egla Rufa that they learned as he gave the Remes of the Agolas that he sent to Yaakov. That was the Chiddush. Chiddush actually brings the Maimonim from Seder Hayyim, it's a Sefer in Halacha, a Sefer in Halacha, that asked the question, why is it Loilam Zoyer Odom um, the Mincha. Elio was answered, Mincha is a but you don't say Shema. The main Tfilah B'yei Meshachlis, 
or Arvis when you say Shema. Why Mincha seems like the Tfilik Tzara. Why is that Leilam Zoy? Why is that, so to speak, more Choshev in a way than other Tfilis? And the Seder Yim answers, because it's the middle of the day. Shachlis is before you go to work. Mairiv, especially in those days, is Manashas, is after you finish work. So then, it's not that difficult to commit them to completely, just to dive into the Abishta. But to rip yourself away in the middle of your Parnasa, middle of your work, and to the middle of the day to go ahead and daven, that's the Chiddush. The Rebbe brings an example for this, this famous story with, um, who was it, um, not Leppler, um, one of the Chassidim of the Alter Rebbe, Biyam uh, I think, who was once, he was a businessman as well, he was making his Cheshbenus, and uh, he wrote uh, Tishrei, this is Achnosa, and they saw Cheshven income um, expenses. Okay, he gave all the numbers, and then when it came to the bottom, you have to write the Sahakal. What's the total? Sahakal? Eineid Mulvade. Olesasar Pony So the Rebbe asked the question if he saw Durginum with Alakurus, Eineid Mulvade, why did he have the, how do you have the composure on each line to write the number? He should have written Tishrei. Equals Eneid Mulvade. Cheshvan is Eneid Mulvade. Kislev is Eneid Mulvade. So I remember, the Rebbe told the story a number of times, but once I remember the Rebbe smiling and saying, Ebevon Gishrim, Eneid Mulvade, if you had a is a batlin. Balankter in Akelo, Nishtin business. You know, you have to run your business master. This is not meant to be the, in any way the insulting to you. Everything in this kufa. You know, he says, then... He's not masa matan but money. You have to know your numbers. You can't have ained mavai. You need to know what, what did you make money? Did you lose money? You have to pay up if there's a reva. I mean, there's, 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 there's kinds of ways of running a business. But when it comes to the total, what's the sahakal of it all? There ained mavade. So the Rebbe said to, to Davin Shachlis and Mairiv, that you have ained mavade. You're not in the middle of your business day. But in the middle of the business day, to rip yourself away, and there to Imam Sheikh Tfila, that's the Chiddush. That's what Yesuf did, Tafke Mitzrayim. He wasn't a Rayat Sain, which was much easier, relatively speaking. I'm just connecting it. The Rebbe didn't connect it then, Vayichim Mamzain, but once the Rebbe speak, speaking to Machni Yisrael, it's just an interesting word I've used many times, and maybe you want to use it at some point. It's a very reiche word and very meaningful for business people, especially. So, one of the Sikhs, the Rebbe spoke to the Machni Yisrael Development Fund. Remember the end of the Mems, early Nunes, the Rebbe spoke a few times, they would come. There was a special fund the Rebbe established, Machni Yisrael, Tzdokim. And the Rebbe actually gave Sichas, he spoke to them. So one of the Nekudas the Rebbe spoke once was about Hatzloch in business. He said, Hatzloch in business is not because you're constantly, your mind is always in business. It's about focus. That's why if a person who's in business takes a few minutes every day, middle of the business day, and learns Teirah, gives Daka or does some other mitzvah, you could think, okay, it's a beautiful thing to do, but it's going to take your mind away from your business. So it's movable, so to speak. So the Rebbe said the opposite is true. Because if you can focus those minutes there, that focus you can then apply to the business as well. It's about echus, not about kamus, in other words. So the idea of being able to focus what your priorities are will actually help you focus also in your business. And I've heard from many business people who heard it then and then over the years, that's unbelievable in the Quidditch. They all learn it in time management. That's not about like, okay, like you say, okay, I have to go to my family now because I have no choice. No, focus on your priorities helps you focus on everything else.
So it's not about a person's 24-7 just thinking about business. That, for example, on Shabbos, you don't think about business. That doesn't make your business weaker. That means you focus on what's the Iker. So Bimele, when you go into the business, you're also focusing on what the Iker is. That was the Nukuda of the Rebbe. So going back to Yesef, so Yesef embodied this idea, Amamutsa between Atzilis and Biyah. It wasn't just a, so therefore, so very Masim, why Yesef remains in Mitzrayim, and why Yaakov goes to Atzisrael. Think it seems what Rashi says, and the other Mefarshim. That the word is like this, Yaakov knew he belonged in Atzisrael. For the time being, he was in the Mitzrayim. Yesef knew that his, until Mashiach comes, his Avedi Vayisim, Yosem Arun B'Mitzrayim, that he should be there with the Eden in Biyah, in the lowest levels of Biyah in Eris Aritz, and not as a Helen Behestim, on the contrary. Since he made the Shvur that they should take out that Tzomis Yesef once they leave Mitzrayim, so they knew that the Haftacha was going to be fulfilled because every time they had any type of Yush, or any type of challenge in Mitzrayim, they always remembered, here's Atzomis Yesef with us, and that reminds us that we will not stay here, that we will go out of Golis t- together with Yesef. That's the Nekudus Then the Rebbe, this is where the real punchline comes. You can see the connection to Heitavis and Nitzchis of the Nesim. The Rebbe said the same is with Yesef Shebedereinu, Friedrich Rebbe. Vidik Rebbe did not leave at Savah that he should be taken to Israel as many Sadikim did. Tafke in, in New York, in Chutzlaritz, because the same idea that the Indian of the Rebbe is to remain within in Golas until that the Golas ends. Even though there's a Maila to be Akfur Beretz Israel, issue with Gilgul, Gilgulim Tachas Aretz, the whole Pashis and Chazal that talk about this. Nevertheless, the Indian of a Rebbe is not to remain Natsilas, but to be in Biyah, to be with the uh, in here in Golis. And it gives Chizuk, because even in Chuslaritz, you can always go to the oil of the Friti Rebbe and see he's there and know that the Haftach is that will ultimately, all of us, all Anaila will ultimately uh, be elevated and go back to the Gula Mitis Vashlem. Now, why the Rebbe said it that week, Vayechim Amzayin, as I said, is pretty obvious. Because he was talking, the whole Hey Tevis was all about the Nitzchis of Anasi. You know, that the, the Tzatzik Keneged argued that uh, Chabad came to an end and Tov Sheyud, Chmon no longer active. And the, all the different Lashenists that the Rebbe has it over that they argued. And therefore, the, the library and the books of the Fidik Rebbe now should be divided between the family. And that's that. There's Yarshim and Gendik. The Taina of, of Agudzki de Chabad, the Taina of the Rebbe, that's not, the Rebbe was not arguing the Swarim belonged to him as a son-in-law. He's tiny that it belongs to Chabad, like the Rebbe belonged to Chassidim, so the Swarim belonged to Chassidim. Which really means that through the Chassidim, the Rebbe lives on. He lives on, so there's no, it's not a private property. It's not an union of being Yerushif to, to, to children or grandchildren. <coughs> So it's basically, that's the, the real, the, the punchline of it all. That it lives on, Chassidus lives on, and Chabad lives on. And therefore the Svarim are part of the essence of what Chabad is all about. And that's what was victorious. So it's so fitting that in Vayichi the Rebbe would speak such a sikha, because the Mamish captures that, uh, that concept. So it's not just Vayasim Mitzrayim, it's not just that 
it shows on the Nitzchis of it. So thus, the end of the Parsha is not a negative one. Simon Betev, because that's the ultimate Tev, the Orem B'Mitzrayim, at least in Zman Golas, at least you have the, the Rebbe with you as much as possible in Golas. Mashiach comes, will be Kitzuran Sheikh and Yofa and all that. But bottom line is, the end of the Parsha is actually an uplifting end that before we go into Golas, Magdim Rafula Maka, we know that Yasef is with us all the time and every second. So this was uh, back in Tov Shemem Zayin. Oh, it's, it's not so easy in Gishmak to start applying this to after Gimel Tammuz, because that just brings up even more questions and more painful um, memories. But you can't ignore that either. The fact is now we're 30 years, going to 30 years to, uh, from Gimel Tammuz, Tov Nundal, Tov Shin And um, all these ideas that Rebbe spoke about, Fidik Rebbe, that the Fidik Rebbe is Yisod, we all know by the Rebbe, we know the Rebbe is Malchus. So the, the Shpizen, the way it was always understood, even though it was never spelled out, the Fedish Mamish, that um, the Shpizen was that Shmina uh, Tzeres was connected, Yisod, Yosef, and Friedrich Rebbe, and Simchas is connected the Rebbe, and, uh, which is the Spirit of Samalchus, and has been probably emphasized many times, you've probably heard it many times through your uh, school years, so to speak, in Fabrengens, how the Rebbe embodies the concept of Malchus in so many ways, and uh, especially Deir Ashvi, is the Svira Ashvi's, the seventh Mida, from Chesed to Malchus, and Malchus is what? V'shachanti b'seichem, as the Rebbe says in Basilagani, coming soon, within 30 days to Yud Shvat, that the Basilagani, that he says Deir Ashvi, the Shlichus is like Moshe Rabbeinu from Avram, Deir Ashvi v'shachanti b'seichem, to bring the Gula, so whatever is said in this sikha is obviously even more applicable to Malchus itself. Malchus, that is Nimshech in Biyah, and we see the Rebbe's Aveda, or the Rebbe always gives credit and says that, that the idea of taking Chsidis and bringing it to Chutzah, and by it Hetiv, which is Reshchei Shvat, the Rebbe always connects it to the Fidik Rebbe, translating Chsidis into Shivim Loshen to many languages, but who really expanded that in the broadest possible way? Besides the fact that the Rebbe was involved in the publishing, obviously, in Kohos, in the Tavshinalov, and beginning when he came to America. But especially afterwards, you see, it would be Muchesh, we could see this, in every corner of the world, in Mitzrayim, Mitzorim Vagvulim, even Ervis Aretz, the spreading of Chsidis. Um, is Lamish Now it's not a pella because Yosef and uh, this, the, this, you say the Malchus go hand in hand. They come to Nimshech together and together they Mamshech everything into Biyah. So everything said in that sikh obviously is even more applicable now to our, ourselves. Now the big challenge of course is on a very practical level. You know some of you, I don't even know your ages but I guess uh, it's 30 years ago, so probably none of you were born before Gimel Thomas. Am I right to say that? Besides uh, Dan Hola. Huh? Yeah. Your mom all post Gimel Thomas Nishamas, yeah? Okay. Yeah, well, of course, you're not 30 yet, right? Okay, that's pretty obvious. It's hard to say because that was a time that uh, there was nobody who was post Gimel Thomas, so now there's a whole generation. 
So I can't tell you how many times I get this question asked by people again and again, by parents, by, by, by students, by Talmidim, Talmides, everybody asks the same question. You know, I, mainly you, you grew up, you saw the Rebbe, you lived with the Rebbe, you saw him in full glory. So of course you miss him. But I never saw the Rebbe. For me, the Rebbe is like the Fizik Rebbe, like the Baal for that matter, like Moshe Rabbeinu. So how can I miss something that I have not ever experienced? I experienced what my parents experienced. You know, they show them videos, and they show, and they live with it, and I, I'm, I'm, I admire that, I'm impressed with it, but I just don't have that head. As a matter of fact, just a few weeks ago, a guy who knows the Sikhs quite well points out to me, he says, you know, there's a Sikha that Rebbe says, and I remember that Sikha actually, in the Mems, the early Mems that Rebbe said in the Fabringen, that only those that really were during time of Bayesheni can really feel the Hergish of the Tsar of Golas. Because they saw Beis Amigdash one day, and then they saw Churm Beis Amigdash, and our Golas, Shein Kameyu. So of course, you see one day like this, and one day like that, how could you not be in terrible uh, agony from that? But someone who was born after the Churm Beis Amigdash, how could he really feel that Tsar? The Rebbe said this in Afabrein. So this guy's quoting to me and saying the same thing here. Mele, if I saw that and I experienced it. So it's a very good question. A lot of people like to avoid this question, you know, to the point people start. I mean, I once had parents come to speak to me. They said, they started crying, literally. They said, my child says they don't miss the Rebbe. I can't believe that we brought up children that don't miss the Rebbe. We miss the Rebbe so much. So I said, yeah, because your child never saw the Rebbe. So, I mean, I understand you're saddened, but what do you, what do you think? You failed at something? Yeah, we didn't. We failed. We failed that we don't feel, we, don't, we didn't teach our children how to miss the Rebbe. So I felt for the parents, I understand where they're coming from. But I said to them, well, explain to me, so why would they, why would he miss the Rebbe like you? You experienced it. So the answer could only be one way. That if you look at the Rebbe as Aish Gashmi, Sham Baguf, and that's his main thing. So of course, Sham Baguf, you see it one day, then you don't see it. So that's a very big, painful uh, transition. It's called death. Pardon for using a disrespectful word, but I just want to drive the point home. But if an Rebbe is what he calls in Ageres HaKedosh, Chaim Ruchnim, not Chaim Psorim, Simach of Zayim, when he explains the Shtar Kichyatim in the Zehar, and what does he say? Chaim Ruchnim means that he's not a person of flesh, meaning his life is not based on eating and drinking and sleeping. It's based on Ave, Yira, and Amunah. Those are the three things that Alter Rebbe uses. That is not to be understood. Mistakenly, people think that Alter Rebbe is talking only after. No, Chaim Ruchnim now, when he's in the Sham Beguf, Elam Gashmi, what you see in the body is his vehicle. I mentioned before Merkova. His body is a Merkova. His body is a vehicle. But we, we look with Gushim Dika eyes, so what we see is Gashmi, to see another human being. So yes, of course he's a human being. He's a Nisham Beguf, and all the halachas of a Nisham Beguf apply to Rebbe as well, obviously. But his chayis, his ikar chayis, when you learn a tiny perich of test, another prokim, what is he? He's a nefesh alekis. He's a, he's a chelik alekam mal. He's a, he's a chayim duchni. That's his ikar chayis. That's his life. Just to give an example, I remember, uh, just, this, uh, just a memory, I always think about it. Now, the Rebbe, as you know, Shabbos would make Kiddush at the beginning of the Fabrengen, or say a bracha, or whatever. We don't really know exactly what the Rebbe did, but it looked like it was Kiddush. 
made a bracha, sipped some wine, and then took a little mezenus, just a drop. Throughout the fabreng and the Rebbe, of course, would say l'chaim at the end of every sicha, but he usually did not touch the mezenus unless he gave it to someone. And then the fabrengen, before the bracha chreina, the Rebbe would always take and start eating more cake. Now, obviously, the reason was to have the shears, to be able to make a bracha chreina. So I remember I had a thought once. I was watching the Rebbe. I said, we, we make a bracha in order to be able to eat. And the Rebbe eats in order to be able to make a bracha. So There's a big difference between the two. You know, in other words, the whole thing is here is the ruchnis. Now, but then the Ebersh said, the only way you can make a bracha is you have to eat. So therefore, the Rebbe eats something to, for the shir to make the bracha. But us is the opposite. We're Gashmizdika people, so we eat. But since we're told, in order to eat, you have to make a bracha, because you have to be makatev, all the mamshetha bracha vamshacha, all the, the, the beauty modayin of a brachas. There's an interesting letter in the English Kedish that the Rebbe writes. Check it out if you have a chance. I don't know if I have a maramokim here exactly. So the Shima, which is not printed in the Rishimas that came out later. Let me just see if I have it. If I have it, I'll give you the maramokim itself. I, I, I marked it down once for myself. I think I do. Let me just check. This is what I use my phone for. Oh, yeah, here is the letter. Chelik Vov, Perik Kuf Tzadik Tes, 199. So the Rebbe writes to a man called the Zalman Neymark. Um, or, is it not, or is it maybe someone else Neymark? But he writes about Zalman Neymark. I don't remember who's, the, I think it's his grandfather. And the Rebbe writes, Lechivusa de Milsa. I want to be mitzatet. I want to uh, uh, cite an excerpt from my Rishimus. Later, when the Rishimus were discovered, this was not there in the Rishimus. So this uh, clearly is more Rishimus than what were than what discovered. And they ever write this? Al Chazer, most of the Rishimus, just a gishmak of Rishimim b'chalal. So this Alma Neimark was the grandfather of the guy that I was writing the letter to. He was a chosser of the Reb Marash. So I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact lashonos, but the teichin is for sure correct. The Rebbe writes, for the Rebbe's own Rishimus, Mamash was El of the Rebbe, that what? That uh, when the Rebbe Marash, they once came to arrest the Rebbe Marash, and Rebbe Zalman, his Chosid, came to realize that. So he made believe he was the Rebbe Marash. And they arrested him instead. I guess they didn't recognize. And he sat in prison for a long time, for a few years, I think. I don't remember the time he says. And when he was asked afterwards, it says, Zaina Minut, meaning a minute of the Rebbe is worth all my years that I sat in prison. Okay, that's the, when he came out already, I think it was after the Istalkus of the Rebbe Marash, Tafish Mem Gimel. Then he came the first time to Rebbe Rashab, was to hear the Maya, he heard the Maya call Anana Tafish Mem Beis. This is all the Rebbe writing the Rishima. Call Anana Tafish Mem Beis. And when he heard the Maya, it's a famous Maya from the Rebbe Rashab. And he said, Atzmus Esof Alein. That's how he described what he heard. That, like, that, that Rebbe was speaking like, Atzmus Esof Alein. And then he added, Ich Daf Mashiach Nitam. That's what he writes. That's what the Rebbe writes. And the Rebbe writes a footnote on the bottom, with a star and a footnote down on the footnote. Like, how could you say that? The Rebbe doesn't ask, but he says, Ula Yeshlemer, or Ula Yeh, or A, I don't remember the exact Lushen, Apimash Gosav Arambam. That it'll be Molo Oretz Deis Hashem Kamayim Liyam In other words, he has Mashiach already. 
So he doesn't need this Atzmus saying Sof Alein that day is Hashem. That's how the Rebbe explains that line. Okay, so this all this the Rebbe heard from the Friedrich Rebbe. Then he continues. Again, there's probably some more details I may be missing, but I'll tell you, it's Kedai to read. It's a very powerful Rishima. Then he continues and says that Rebbe Rashab went to the mikveh. And I guess the meaning was that some Bokhrim would baglate him, not into the mikveh, but to, to walk him till there. And they waited outside, and he went with them. And then he, sa- he said to them these words, quoted the Rambam. Rambam says, Loi ha-mayim teherim, loi ha-mayim matarim, but this all the the Loshan Rambam and the Sof of Hilchus Hilchus Mikvois is it? I think so. Is it Sof Hilchus Mikvois? One of the, yeah, uh, yeah. And and he says that's Gzeirim Mamaila ki mehadasa toher. It's not in other words you're not going in because you have physical dirt and you're going to a bathtub or shower to wash it off. It's a ruchnis dike tume. So he says. Ir meint as er dav de vaser? De vaser dafem. That's what it says. You think the Rebbe needs the water? The water needs him. So I've never left the same relation that I was saying before, that sometimes, you know, we need to make a bracha to be able to eat, and some people eat in order to make a bracha. And the question is, who needs whom? So, um, I mean, the Friedrich Samuksadik said basically to the Rebbe Sachai Mushka, his wife, when the doctor says she should eat in the morning, so she was davening quickly to be able to eat. So it says, Besser, essence, sleep and daven, and we daven and sleep and Point being is that our Rebbe is Chaim Ruchnim. And Chaim Ruchnim does not end. Because if your Chais is Ave Yira Namuna, that lives on. That's why Yaakov Avinu lay mess ultimately. Because Bezari Bechaim continue the Ave Yira Namuna of their father. So that never stops. The Gashmias. To understand the Gashmi is what that means, but bottom line is, so that approach to how to explain to somebody what the Rebbe is today is more difficult. Yes, it was a lot easier. You see, Ish Gashmi, with all the milas and the, the, the aura, or whatever you want to call it, the charisma, which is all obviously Chetzenius, but still something you could see. He came to 770 and Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Simchas or every day. You saw Elokuz Begoli in so many ways. Didn't he take any Aveda? Didn't he any Aveda? He comes from Chasteira and the Rebbe would lead the dancing and the singing. It didn't take much work to dance and sing along. It was very easy. Today, you have to touch, get connect to the Ruchni. There's no other way. That's the only thing you could miss for someone who's not seen the Gashmius of it. Now, many people in Nechanami who saw the Rebbe's Gashmi before Gimel Tammuz have a lot of problems today because they don't have that. But someone who connected the Aden Baruchni, so connects now, is going to have less of a challenge. It's still a challenge. We still want an Asham Baguf and we want a Shlemus of everything. That's not a stira. But what is the Iker of a Reb? So it's like the same thing you spoke in Chesidus, you talk about that means that you eat in order to make a bracha. Because but the Ebishter wants, they should have Gashmis. But for us, it's the other way around. So it's, of course, difficult. Very difficult. But that's the only way. And I say to myself, I say to everybody, I say, you want someone to connect to the Rebbe, you have to connect to that etzim. There's no way you're going to do it through Gashmis. 
I remember a bocher, when we were a bocher in Mishra maybe Lamet Ches, Lamet Tes. It was, it was a guy, I think he was from Toronto, I don't remember for sure. He came, he brought a Xaviyah to the Rebbe that turned out to be a Xaviyah of Friedrich Rebbe from a Maimah from Tafresh Pei Aleph, I think it was, or Pei, Pei Aleph, yeah. The Rebbe saw the Xaviyah, he mamish was, he spied the Rebbe and said, Ma'am, the Shveres is the Shveres Aksav. And we know how choshed by the Rebbe Bechlal, every Sefer and Ksav Yad was, especially for the Friedrich Rebbe. Ksav Yad Kotshim, Amish original. I think it was Tzayr Tassel Teva, if I recall correctly, the Maimer, the Pe'alf. Um, it's an interesting Maimer. It's a Maimer, one of the only Maimer that mentions the Yechidus, what a Rebbe is, Yechidus, Yechidus, Yechidus. So when he gave the Rebbe the Maimer, the Rebbe said to him, since you gave me something so precious to me, I'd like to give you something that's precious to you. Like I wanted to pay him for it, so to repay him. So he said, said what, do you, what do you find precious? What do you find valuable to you? So he was like an American or a Canadian boy. I don't know. He was a, so he said he'd like to have. He, has, he says he has different pictures of heroes that he has with their autographs. You know, he meant probably baseball stars and others like that. So if he can get a picture of the Rebbe with the Rebbe's signature, that would be very precious to him. He'd hang it up. And he meant very innocently. He didn't mean in any disrespectful way. So the Rebbe said to him, why would you want, so why, why would you want that? He says, that way I have a connection with you. I have a picture and your signature. So the Rebbe said, if you want a connection with me, do what I do and learn what I learn. And the Rebbe told him to go across the street. and can take any safer he wants. He says, that's what I do. I learn this for him and I daven with him. And I uh, it, 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 do, do what I do and learn what I learn. That's what the Rebbe said. See, that's a simple, simple English, what means a skashrus beruchnis. Yeah, the picture is a physical connection. And no one's dismissing that the idea of chitzenius and uh, picture and having some physical connection. The Rebbe told people to carry a picture of the Rebbe with them to help them in different times. So not, that doesn't minimize it. But remember, it's all, that's because there's a premius behind the picture. So when you think of the, the sikh of Ayichim Amzayin, the Nitzchius, that the Rebbe is with us, it's a tremendous, if you're able to connect to the Rebbe's message, you know, today, you look mamish in the sikhs of Chav Zayin, Chav Ches, Lamed Begimel, Lamed Dalad, in later years, Memalef, Membeis, and of course, all the sikhs of Ashlem and I mean, if you did not know the date, you can mamish apply it like as, as if it's happening now, in Tovshin Pei Dalad, in Ertzisrael, the Matzav today. No, the videos that Gem is releasing, wonderful job of many of these short gems of the Rebbe. Imamish see the relevance. That means a living Rebbe that is addressing issues of today. That, I don't know of another way of living with the Rebbe unless you do that, because that makes it alive, not begashmis, because not a sikh of chavches, that's when the Rebbe delivered it. Its relevance is today, just as it is then. Rebbe said, Chol yem chadoshim. So may we ready be zeche for your tshvat, long before your tshvat. you reunited with the Rebbe Begashmiz, because the Shlemus is ultimately Neshamas Begufim. But that doesn't mean we don't have a connection to the Neshamas. It's up to us. And that's really the era that Rebbe spoke the days before your tshvat. We should prepare ourselves through Teda, Aveda, Stoke, Noschasodim, have Mashpim that are breaking you. The Rebbe spoke Memzayin, the same idea. You should have someone that you're accountable to. 
And, uh, and also Avashpa, the Rebbe then, I think, suggested to Avashpa and Tanidin. Am I correct? Was it Tanidin? Every person should have Avashpa and Tanidin and be made of them as well, if I recall correctly. Um, we do our job in connecting. There's no question, Koshalai Pridaschem is only Pridaschem, because we don't see it. But it's never Koshalai Pridosenu, the Rebbe says. Because from the perspective of the Ebishter, from the perspective of Ruchnius, Ruchnius is here, Begashmius, even though we don't see it. So in other words, the Rebbe sees us even if we don't see him. And that's what matters most. As the Rebbe once told somebody, someone who asked the Baruchah for his son was like wandering off a bit. So the Rebbe asked the Baruchah from the Rebbe, the Rebbe said, So I think that's a good lesson for all of us. Halavai, that we should think about the Rebbe as much as he thinks about us. Okay. Good day, everybody.